Hello, and welcome to Brace and Ren 3 Direct-to-Video. My name is Brace Henderson, I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Today we'll be discussing the hit Disney Toons film, Leading the Tramp 2, Scamp's Big Adventure? Scamp's Adventure? I don't know, Scamp's either... One. What is it? Scamp's Revenge. Scamp, re- uh, yeah, Revenge of the Scamp. Um, uh, with me, as always, is one Renan Fontes. Ren, uh, are you, uh, do you consider yourself to be a junkyard dog? A junkyard dog. Yeah. We have like a, I guess the junkyard equivalent of a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, I think that's a, a fair comparison for us. If our fair classification, perhaps, of our podcast. Yeah. Um, if our podcast were the dogs in this movie, we wouldn't be living well. Well, I don't. The dogs seemed happy. I mean, like, I mean, like, uh, we'd steal, you know, we'd yeah. steal the turkey with the picnics, but we wouldn't be living in, uh, Georgie's house. What's the name of the guy? Oh, it's like Mr. Handsome. Yeah. Mr. Handsome's house. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't think, you know, we don't need to live in his house as so long as we're in a ambiguous, what was it? An ambiguous, charming New England town or something like that. Yeah. What, they, what was it? Like Martha's Vineyard or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ren, so you messaged me before this and you said, um, this has been the best one yet. 10 out of 10. No! You misread my text again. Are you sure? I'm, I'm like 99% sure. Let me pull it up real quick just to make sure. Oh! Oh, yes. Yeah, Bryce, I said it was one of the worst. Yes. Well, I actually said it's one of the worst. I forgot to put the S there. That's, I think, and you said this movie effing sucked. Yeah, I said the F word. Um, so this wasn't, this wasn't the best thing. Did you like this one? Is was is this a Bryce favorite tonight? No, no. You want to know why, Ren? Why? We watched this movie last week. We did. You, we get, you get what I'm saying? Uh, it's like Disney Toons didn't know where to go with the Little Mermaid or with Lady and the Tramp, so they said, let's give him a kid and create just some classic kid-parent conflict. That's it. It's literally, it's the same conflict, too. They want to leave home. Yeah. They leave. Mm-hmm. They realize home is better, and they come back. And it's, and their parent is hiding a secret from them, a secret about what, like, what they used to be before, uh, they were born. It's, you, it's, I used to be a mermaid. Yep. I used to be a thief. Yes. Um, Tramp has a lot of... Uh, he gets a lot of respect on the streets. Yeah, he was he was a pretty big junkyard dog. Yeah. Do you think he ever, like, killed someone? Did Tramp the dog ever kill someone? Like, I'm talking, like, street dog rules. Like, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. Mm. Um, I think if he has a mm-hmm. reputation like that... He's definitely killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tramp, are you talking like another dog or a human? Either or. Yeah. You know, we don't. Have, you know, I just, I just mean to say that he's taken a life. Mm-hmm. He, he probably has. There. I, <laughs> excuse me. I found the voice acting here. To there's like three things that really stuck out to me in this movie. The voice acting, not necessarily for a good reason, but the voice acting stuck out to me. Um, would you like Phil and Lil? It was great to have them back on our screens, right? Great, maybe more interesting. Yeah, that they cast. Uh, is it is it one person, Phil and Lil? It is, right? I'm pretty sure it is one person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like. I'm pretty sure that the Rugrats was filmed in the same way Polar Express was, right? Where it's they just hired one voice actor and then, you know, they, uh, they Tom do all Hanks the voices. Did, they it. Yeah, they. That's a Raven season three episode thirteen. It. The Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. What is uh? Is the clumps? Is that something? The clumps. Yeah. Isn't that the thing from uh, Tropic Thunder? 
No, that's Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. The Clumps, okay. In which, he isn't that kind of the same same Norbit kind of vibes where he just plays everyone, or no? Let's see, what's going on here? Eddie Murphy is The Clumps, is what the poster says. Eddie Murphy as Sherman Clump, Buddy Love, mm-hmm. Papa Cletus Clump, yeah. Young Papa Cletus Clump, yeah. Bernie Clump Sr., Mama Anna Clump, Grandma Ida Jensen, and mm-hmm. Lance Perkins. Yeah. We're gonna get clumped. Should we watch... Should we have a clump night? Should we have a clump night? <laughs> <laughs> Here, Red. Here. That sounds like torture. Well, so hold up. Hold up. Uh, Don't look up anything else about this movie. If you can give me... So here's here's the game we're going to play here. Okay. Okay, we're going to make things interesting. You're going to give me within um Nick have Nicole uh pick a number between 1 and 20. Nicole, did you pick it? Yeah. You want the number, Bryce? Yeah, yeah. 10. 10. Okay. So, rent pick a uh you're going to give me a Rotten Tomatoes score. And if the score you give me is within, we're not doing the audience, it's the, the critics, is if it's with, uh-huh. within 10 on either side, uh, then we will not have a clump night. Okay. But if you're, if you're off by more than 10, we will have a clump night. Okay. All right. Am I allowed to, am I allowed to ask like questions? What? No, it's a number. What? What type of clarifying like, no, questions like, uh, do you can want? Can I ask what year the movie came out? Uh, two thousand. Okay. Two thousand before the towers fell. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to guess that it has a twenty-five on Rotten Tomatoes. Ren. Ren, Ren, Ren. Warm up your DVD player. <laughs> How because much does it have? We are not watching The Clumps Thank- because it has a 27% on tomato on Rotten Tomatoes. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. It was a close one. It does look good, but... Um, we are not meeting The Clumps. Okay, fine. One more interesting game, and then we gotta move on. Well, we don't have to, right? We're not legally obligated to do anything here. But, like... Okay, Ren. Uh, if you can tell me if Christmas with the Cranks has higher or lower Rotten Tomato score than the Clumps, then you have to pick between either the Clumps or Christmas with the Cranks to watch for our, like... The episode that we'll do closest to Christmas... So, if Christmas with the Cranks is higher or lower than Nutty Professor, you have to pick. And if you're wrong, I I don't know. I I think I'm confusing myself with this game now. (laughs) I think if you're... Okay, whoever's tallest is the detective. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay, Um, so I have to guess if Christmas with the Cranks... Yep. Is higher or lower than Nutty Professor? Yes. And if you are correct, we do not have to watch either. If you are incorrect, then you have to pick one of them for us to watch the week closest to Christmas. Okay. Under Okay. It's lower. Ren, warm up your DVD player. Because <laughs> it has a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. We're not watching either of them. Good. <laughs> High stakes, right? Very high stakes here. This is like a survivor. Uh, it is. Yeah, it was nerve-wracking, right? Um, we might have had to watch Christmas with the Cranks. There, it's. I'm. I'm really intrigued though, because so I'm still on the page for the clumps, but the you might also like is very captivating. It's yeah, very what, captivating. What uh, there's a movie called The Tuxedo, which I believe is a comedy with Jackie Chan. Uh, has a 21%. There's something called Black Knight. 15%. Um, Dumb and Dumber-er 
is on here, 10%. And then A Night at the Roxbury, 9%. Let's, uh, our next season will be bad SNL movies. Yeah. Yeah, Just we could really do that. Ourselves. Does that mean we have to watch every Will Ferrell movie? Uh, I don't think so. Not every. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Alright, so... How many dogs is a, makes a pound? How many dogs makes a pound? Yeah, like uh, aren't like too many? Like uh, isn't a pound like too many dogs? Like illegal? Like uh, it's like serial killer rules. At least three. Yeah, they have too many dogs at the end of this film. I don't think it's like those vet bills. I don't think it's ethically or morally correct to have. What is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven dogs? Like, at least two of those dogs are really old and gonna die soon, though. Well, yeah, you say at least two, because uh, a big point, sticking point to me throughout this film is Angel's ambiguous age. <laughs> so, uh, a <laughs> whole, uh, situation with Buster and Angel, then Angel and Scamp. Yes. Like, no matter how you cut it, one side is very bad. Yes. Um. Like, so there's just no way around it. No, and we get we get backstory from Angel saying that she um has spent uh that she's like been through like five different households, and like that doesn't happen in a short amount of time. Here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think Scamp is thirteen, Angel is eighteen, and Buster is like. 35 because he he has to be tramp's age mm-hmm. so this is all inappropriate all around yeah yeah it, it... <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what did you think of um angel as a new character ren angel yeah i kept thinking about rent <laughs> <laughs> When uh, uh when Scamp is going around calling for Angel, you know that's the end of the movie Rent. Or you're saying the end of the movie is it possible? It's like maybe the the middle, you know, in which Angel Angel to remind you uh, gets paid to push a dog off a building. That's right. So is this? So this is probably the neighborhood. Yes. Angel came to this nice little New England town, killed a dog. Mm-hmm left to go back to do the rest of rent (laughs) oh angel classic yeah um she she was weird she was a weird character um it's so you said this was this was the same movie watched last week this is also kind of lion king too yeah, yeah, with the like the you're right with the uh, <laughs> the sun romance. Yep. Um Yeah. Well, except she's like the only twist well, like twist that we were lacking here is that she was always good. She was yeah. never like I'm going to mislead him. And then like oh, but I actually her. like him. By I'm not, not saying that he's Tramp's son. Yeah, but it's not, like, weird that that didn't come up in conversation. No, but the movie treats it like it is. Yeah. Tramp's your dad? You didn't tell me Tramp is your asked. dad. I know. Um. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear Buster's rules? Yeah, give me, give me Buster's rules. Yeah, alright, I'm gonna bring it down. It's 11 rules. These are the 11 rules you need to know to being a junkyard dog. No one is ever adopted. Stay away from other house dogs. Mm-hmm. House dogs are enemies to strays. No human love. Humans ruin everyone else's life. Mm-hmm. Hide somewhere to avoid dog catchers. Yep. No collars. No house dogs allowed. No pet adoptions. Must obey or you'll be exiled. Buster's trouble is Buster's trouble. <laughs> uh he was he was another odd one because also it like they presented buster in this movie as if like 
Buster was a like prominent character in the first one. But it comes down yeah, I to... I haven't seen the first one, so I asked Nicole if he was. And no. I was surprised to see that... Or I guess not really surprised, considering last week we did meet Ursula's crazy sister. <laughs> Nothing to be surprised about anymore. Well, because it gives off really weird vibes of, of Tramp, like... Once Trap kind of Tramp finds out that Buster's like still hung on to him, Tramp's kind of gives gives off like a Buster Who vibe of like who's Buster? Oh yeah, like that dog I met once. Like <laughs> and Buster's over here, like the legend of Tramp. Tramp was he my fell best down a friend. And then he fell in love. Yeah, so he, we saw someone fall down a waterfall. We did. Movie. Yeah, check. We got it. <laughs> check and mate. Yeah. Um. What a goofy film. Not a not an extremely would you, would you goofy. You call film. it extremely? No. I would just say this one's goofy. Although, I would say, uh, going back to Angel, that there were, uh, I don't know. I felt uncomfortable at certain parts, not just because of like what we've already discussed with it, but like in the same way that I sometimes was uncomfortable with the librarian in a goofy movie. Um, the I don't... animation for Angel was yeah noticeably different. Yeah, from the other characters. <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything else. But like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it it was a little bit uncomfy for me. So I guess in some ways it reminded me of that. Uh, I also got a lot of like Toy Story vibes here. Oh, so what do you mean? Uh, because not necessarily the first Toy Story, more of like two and three, uh, in Lotso and, um, the Prospector, Prospector Pete, where, oh, like, I, I can see what you mean. Yeah. There's just like this, this like story threads of like being loved by someone else and then being thrown out. And like, how does that feel? The difference here is that Toy Story, those are inanimate objects. So it doesn't feel as rough. Here it's mentioned very casually. Um, yeah. And I don't. She's been through five homes. That's a lot of homes. What? Yeah. She's like, but you know, then the family gets a baby and then they move and then they go on a road trip and then they like, she just lists off all these like terrible, terrible things that and like they do happen to dogs. Um, they chase me out of town. Yeah. But is yeah, it's sad. It's very sad. Um, but it, it made it kind of, I think, harder to. Um, I don't know. It, it made the topic feel heavier, and I don't think it needed to feel that heavy, especially when Scamp's whole thing is I don't want to be in a home. Like, I want to be a dog that lives on the streets. It's like, that's no way for a dog to live. He wants to poop outside and eat junk out of the trash. Yeah, you can leak wherever you want. <laughs> Buster's rules. Poop where you please. Uh, what else? I got Cats vibes when we first saw the junkyard. Cast was, vibes? Yeah. Oh, I, uh, yeah, cast were you, vibes? Were you anticipating the, uh, what is it? The ball? The, uh, why well, can't I think of the name of Jellicle it? The Jellicle ball. ball with the, all the Jellicle cats. Yeah. Jellicle? Yeah. Okay, Ren, quick game here. So yeah. the Rotten Tomato score for cats. Is it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Ren. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. No, we we can we can do cats roulette. Okay, so is the Rotten Tomato score for cats? Uh, you have to place it properly. Is it lower than Christmas with the Cranks, which we know is five? Is it in between Christmas with the Cranks and the Clumps? Uh, Clumps sits at twenty-seven. Cranks is at five. Or is it higher than uh, Clumps? Uh, if you pick correctly then uh, we're good. We don't have to watch any of the three. If you are wrong, then we have to watch all three the week of the of closest to Christmas. <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's the one between them. You think it, it is higher than a 5% but lower than a 27? Yes. Okay. Pulling it up now. Oh my god. Alright, Ren. 
warm up your DVD player. Cats, the musical comedy from 2019 with a one hour and 50 minute runtime has a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ren, we are not watching any of those three films. Thank God. (laughs) This is good. This is thrilling. Right? I feel like the clumps would be the hardest one to get through. It's the clumps. It, well, the Nutty Professor too, right? So there would be a lot of yeah. Nutty Professor lore that we wouldn't be familiar with from the first one, which We'd could make it hard to follow. Lost. Yes. Uh, Ren, do you want to give us some? Uh, we don't do reviews. We do fun facts first. Trivia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Rooney was nominated for an Annie Award for Outstanding Individual Achievement for Directing in an Animated Feature Production for this movie. Huh. I guess just anyone can get a nomination these days. Was it the COVID year? Yeah, 2001. That was COVID-1. That makes a lot of sense, Ren. The score for the movie was mainly composed by Melissa Manchester and Norman Gimbel, but it was never released in stores for unknown reasons. I think I can wager a guess. <laughs> the soundtrack? Yeah? I would, uh... Would, I... would you jam out to Small New England Town? No, that would not be my choice song. Um, Probably the, uh... Uh, like, I'm leaving the leash or whatever. I'm off the leash. That one. I'm leaving the leash. Yeah. Did um, you watch the new House of the Dragon? Ren, I did watch the new House of the Dragon. I did. I nice. did. Um, yeah. It's, uh, every week I say it. Things are heating up. But Ren, things are heating up. I want to raise a glass to my co-host. Wow. Right. Uh, yeah. May you grow up to be uh-huh. handsome, wise, and strong. Ren, so thank you for the toast. I appreciate the toast. Yeah, of course. You know, I just want mm-hmm. you to feel good. I want you to feel strong. Mm-hmm. Um, It's really kind. It, it, I like you. Uh, wait, sorry. Did you say strong? Yeah, why? What's up? You oh, oh my little, god, I forgot. Isn't that, uh, little... isn't that whole thing with, like, your legitimacy and who your real dad is and wow. the, the last name is Strong. I'm sorry. What a what a big mistake you just made. It was an accident. You're gonna, so You're gonna regret it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go regret you right it. Now. You're gonna regret it. Yeah, probably. Uh, who is the bigger <laughs> dragon? Uh, well, not him, right? He doesn't have the bigger dragon. Who? I don't know. I... A uh Amon, Aegon. Yeah. They just Amon, like the every iPad. week every week in the show they add a new Aegon. <laughs> I I know, I, I love that they added another literal Aegon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just got two of them running around. Well, cause like you you and Nicole probably don't do this because you're more familiar with the source material, but when I watch poor like Jenna has to put up with me being like trying to like go through the characters uh as we watch and it's like it's like oh yeah there's like uh like this is this and this is that i get like we kind of do it together we like kind of yeah. do our best to keep each other in the loop we're like oh that's a like that's Aegon, and then th- yeah this week i was like i was like and there's Amond, and then to be clear there's two Aegons, right there's the baby Aegon, and then there's man Aegon. <laughs> there's, yes the young man also named Aegon. Um, which, by the way, um, I don't think he's my pick for king. Oh, mm. he cried. He was so sad <laughs> when his mom walked in on him naked to yell at him about the awful things he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think You're because... Going- Full scumbag with them. Yeah, I think because of those said awful things that and it's wild, Ren. It's wild that so because that like I don't know, like and then you watch Allison completely take him down and be like, You're no son of mine. 
And it's like, that kind of makes me feel bad for him. But then it's like, wait a second. Nope. He no, did no, something doesn't. like reprehensible. Yeah. It's like, no, he's, uh, he's horrible. He's absolutely terrible. So, um, yeah, they've been, they've been wild to watch. Uh, the, everything on team Allison seems like it's always on fire and not once can she get like a win. And even this week when it was like, this all feels like a win. Um, uh, a shoe in, if you will, Viserys decides to, you know, to do that. So decides to we, show uh, up. We we lost somebody. We always lose people. Yeah, what do you well, think we, of we that? We lost a few somebodies, actually, not just somebody. Yeah, we lost one big somebody and one little somebody. Yes. Um. What did you think about uh Vaymond's like little petition? It was bold. Um, I liked the shot afterwards of his body lying down and being cleaned, and it's like oh, me too. Dude, I love his that. head is literally in half. <laughs> Damon just slicing his head in half. Yep. I, I gasped. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and stop this. Yep. Anyone else want to talk about this? Are we good? Yeah. It was. It was clean. It was very clean. Um, yeah, so that was fun. I liked, uh, what else did we have going on? Um, yeah, and then poor Viserys, right? Sipping wow, some Viserys milk of the poppy. Viserys' face. Just ghastly. He, uh, you're familiar with Breaking Bad? Yeah, I'm familiar with Breaking okay, Bad. Yes, put, I know exactly yeah. what you're thinking of. Yeah, except he was walking and talking. Uh, rather than gonna fix a tie and fall over, so it was impressive. Viserys is what would have happened if Gus kept walking. Yeah. <laughs> if Gus had just taken one more step, he would have been able to to push through. <laughs> if he had a cane, he gave up too early. Yeah. Were you anticipating um, Viserys as he was walking into the room with the cane? Were you anticipating the like Wonka uh, roll? <laughs> I was a little bit. I- I think he really needed to do the role to sell, like, this is a comeback. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't do the role, you know, died, because he just didn't have, like, that energy. Yeah. <laughs> if he had done it, he would have been okay. Yeah. He would have lived. Uh, we also saw, I don't know if we've seen it already, but we got uh, some pretty good shots of the um, throne over at Driftmark. And... It was definitely a lot less pointy. Yeah, it's it's a nice like wood seat. Mm. And I more reasonable, practical. That's the throne I would have my eye on. So would you go full vehement and petition to make yourself the heir to Driftmark? <laughs> I'm not I wouldn't go full vehement. But would would you question Luke's legitimacy a little bit? I guess probably not. Real, I mean, but then again, realistically, if we discussed, if I were in that world, I would, um, I would die. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, someone would just immediately <laughs> kill you for no reason. Yeah. Uh, what about the the maesters? Were in terms of maester watch, they were pretty busy this week. Yeah, I I I thought to myself watching the episode, this, you'd have a lot of fun. Yeah, maester watch. Yeah, they. What did uh, you notice? Well, so they they were doing a lot of cleaning of the wounds, a lot of uh, feeding of the the milk of the poppy. Um, I thought the most ridiculous thing that they were up to this week was they're making more little potions for um for the the poor. I don't I forget what the handmaiden. Delilah, our Delilah, something like that. Yes. Tragic. Um, that they made her drink that. Is she dead? Is she dead? No, I don't think she's dead. Yeah. I don't think we'll see her again, but I don't think she's dead. So she's not someone to watch, is what you're telling me. Uh, I don't recognize her name from the books. I just assumed she was, like, a bit part. Okay. She, uh, to, I mean, to me, she's my House of the Dragon pick. 
Yeah, you're you're picking her for the Iron Throne to end, to end on the throne. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's been it's been exciting. I gotta feel though that with Viserys dying, I don't, do you know how many episodes we have left? Two. We have two. Okay, next week and then one after that. That feels right. That feels very right to get uh, two more episodes. I'm sad the season is coming to its close soon. I'm sad, but I'm also happy because this all has felt like a prologue, especially with yes. the, the with now being like the fourth or fifth major time jump. So um, I am ready for the prologue to be over and for like, you know, the action to get going. So... I can't wait to rewatch it as one like cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be fun. I'm I'm gonna save my first rewatch for when the uh, 4K comes out in December. Yeah, and it's it's brilliant, Ren. It's I think it's brilliant that Game of Thrones has two incredibly strong first seasons with their shows, and both like the like the structure of it. It's more more to George R. R. Martin, I guess, rather than the the show itself. But like structuring a story where you put so much time and energy and effort into what feels like a table setting yeah. rather than what other shows would do, which is like two or three episodes of table setting because we got to get to the good stuff. Uh, it he, really makes yeah. that good stuff like great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it totally does. And it makes me, I am very, very interested in, in seeing how it all works out. Um, I'm excited for these next two episodes. I think we're going to end on a high note. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a lot of Sir Kristen Cole this week. No, we didn't, but uh, we'll definitely get some big Kristen moments before the season ends. Mm-hmm. Fan favorite Sir Kristen Cole. Fan favorite. <laughs> Cole cells are going to eat well next week. <laughs> Cole cells. <laughs> Uh, um, what else was going on in the game in the world of House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones this week? We had, um, let's see, Damon and Rhaenyra. That's pretty cool. They're nice, happily married. Got a baby on the way. Yeah, yeah, I like that. They have two of their own babies as well already. Leon and Viserys. Mm-hmm. Viserys. Now that is a name fit for a king. I wept. You wept emotional. for him? Yeah, I did. I did weep for him. Um, <laughs> I got choked up. It was sad. That ending hit me. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. I'm really gonna mm-hmm. miss him. I, I, What a standout performance. Yeah, he gives off a lot of those like, um, like was I a good king vibes. As yeah. he as we send him away, I just pictured him kind of like saying, like, am I a good like was I a good king? And it's being like, no, like <laughs> you weren't. You were an okay king. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that was good. Enjoyed that. Excited to see where it goes. Did you see the trailer for uh the White Lotus? Um before I did House see the, the Dragon trailer Ren. for the White Lotus. Any, I haven't seen that show. Yeah, any interest peaked? Uh, not it wasn't a great trailer. No, I mean yeah. I'm I'm I am curious why. What is it? What is this the show? I I would um, I would definitely check out the first season. Okay. It was uh it was by far one of my favorite shows I watched last year. Um, right. I think it's like eight episodes, nine episodes. It's a it's a tight, tight, tight story. Um, and Mike White, the creator, writer, director, is a Survivor player. But you probably know him. You probably know him from School of Rock as the real Ned Schneebly. Oh, all right. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a funny, funny little dude that, uh, Mike White. Yeah, good show. Highly recommend. Would love to to chat about that one with you. I've been rewatching Succession. That's been great. Uh, Avenue Five, the uh, Hugh Laurie situation. Avenue, what's that? What's the uh, Hugh Laurie situation? Uh, he's in that. 
He's in Avenue Five. It's like a, yeah. a spaceship cruise that goes right. uh, like off course or something like that. The first season was fun. It wasn't amazing. It was fun. So I'm anticipating. I think I'll watch some of that. HBO is just so good. Like it's just it HBO has no right to be good. this good. Um, so I'm gonna watch some of that. And mm. Ren, the other thing I want to put on your radar, as if you have so mm. much time in, in your life, there is a Netflix show called The Mole. It is the mole. the mole. It is a. This is technically season. Uh, technically it's season five, but really season three. Season one and two premiered in like the mid two thousands. Uh, it was hosted by Anderson Cooper. And uh, the whole premise is they have like twelve strangers. They all meet. They give them really like over the top, difficult, detail oriented tasks to complete. And. If they complete them, they add money to the their total pot, and then the last person standing uh, gets the money. So, like, very basic premise. There is a mole in there. So this is before the hype of Among Us that this show was made uh, in the mid-2000s. But there is someone who their sole purpose is to derail the entire thing and pretty much save the producers as much money as possible. Interesting. And each week, uh, the contestants, after completing a few tasks, they take a test. They uh, answer 20 questions on who they believe the uh, the mole is. So it's one of the contestants among them. They they take it. And then the person that does the worst on the test goes home. Um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun to sit and watch. People make horrible decisions. And you, you sit there and you're like, they must be the mole. But then it's like, that's too obvious for it to be the mole. So that can't be the mole. It's fun. It's fun gameplay. Uh, hilarious. The new Netflix season just started. There's like five episodes, and Jen and I binged them all. And it was and great. This is the same universe as Squid Game? The same universe as Squid Game. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they, if they, when I say they get voted out, it's a, you know, harsh bullet to the head. So, yeah, check that out. That's my other recommendation. It gives off, gave me a lot of Love Island vibes of just like these people are absurd. The casting is yeah. is top notch this season, so yeah. Um, I would recommend that over Lady and the Tramp too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, this movie has scamp. It does have scamp. Fan favorite <laughs> scamp. Um. No, no, I'd still go with the mole. Netflix is the mole over it. I think Vassal Essorin 98 would disagree. Is that a review? A 10 Sorry, out of 10 I meant review? Cossack 5. Oh, okay. Yeah, and this is a review. Mm hmm. Yeah, what, uh, hear it? let's hear it. Yeah, one of the best movies. Mm hmm. That fascinating film I watched two days ago, but I still can't stop thinking of it and give up emotions. No, 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 Ren, stop. <laughs> what? I that can't stop thinking about film it? I watched... What? They said I can't stop thinking about it? Yeah. I hope that I am no longer thinking about it in two days. Let it's alone... gonna haunt you. <laughs> All right, keep going. Sorry. Before I had watched the first film, Original Lady and the Tramp, to my mind, the first film has a weaker plot, and it lacks love, displaying except spaghetti scene. In some places, it really bores you, scenes with Jim Deere and Darling and over-naive lady. Thus, the second film suited my taste more, because it contains more romantic scenes. The spaghetti scene is done excellent, in addition. It has some more intriguing and thought-provoking plot that absorbs you, and you can't help worrying about characters and laughing at funny moments. Dim-witted Dogcatcher entertained me much. It's worth mentioning Marvelous Music, song I didn't know that I could feel this way. All characters are shown with their individual appearance. As for me, I find Angel the most attractive. Besides being kind-hearted, she is also wise. Not only street-wise, she sounds reasonable at all. And so engaging with her winning smile that I should say it's mostly due to her that this film is on first on my list of favorite animal movies. I love Angel and I love this film. Brilliant work. I recommend it to everybody who likes animal love films. Bryce. 
Uh... Did you also find Angel the most attractive? I'm disgusted. Bryce, this person, they only have one review. They made and their account this. to review this movie. Uh, wow. They, Genius. They can now be found at certain conventions, I'm sure. <laughs> Lady in the Tramp Con. Oh, no. I wonder what they thought of the, the remake, the live-action Disney Plus remake. I bet they hated it because it didn't have Angel. On hell. Angel Angel's definitely gotta be either Angel or the librarian, they gotta make an appearance in a survivor situation. See if they can both uh... you and the poet from an extremely goofy movie. <laughs> oh no. All three of them. Run! Are we gonna make a tribe of this uh uh particular <laughs> yes, type? We, we have to. That's so funny. <laughs> I, have we met any others? I mean, I'm sure we will if we haven't met oh. any. Uh, but like we, we could, we will. I know it's like it's a it's a different thing, but I'm sure maybe Angelique, uh, could also be thrown in there. Angelique from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, we can throw Angelique in there. Yeah, but I will, I'm sure we'll find some others in the next few weeks as we. Um, I'm sure 101 Dalmatians might give us something. So. This is darling from this movie. <laughs> uh, okay, Hex, yeah, what's next? Fuzzy. 5 out of 10. I'm annoyed that Disney disappointed me. I'm so annoyed. I call it Lady and the Tramp when they're both hardly in it. Instead, you get a dog called Scamp and a little, what I like to call a white chocolate dog, called Angel. This really reminds me of The Lion King 2, or Hello... Is this what a masterpiece can produce as an afterward? I'm so, so sure that I was going to enjoy this film when watching this with my little cousin, but we ended up going to watch a dumb movie. The best part of it was getting a free dog toy with the DVD. If you are a Disney fan, then you might enjoy this, but if you absolutely loved Lady and the Tramp, the you will be disappointed. Sorry. Um... Yeah, there was a lot, uh, uh, not a lot of Lady and Tramp in here. Definitely not a, not a lot of Lady, who was the main character of the first one. They um, even got Ariel. To voice Lady? Yeah. Yeah, the voice, like, it, like I said, the voice acting wasn't good, but it was notable. It was like, okay, these people sound like they are voice actors for, like, TV shows or something. Which, they like, got Movie Mason. Nuh-uh. Who was we? He was one of the dogs. Wow. Dogs. Puppies, puppies, <laughs> puppies. 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 <laughs> but there will always be magic at the junkyard. I most definitely am not a junkyard dog. Can <laughs> <laughs> I hear one more review? Hold on, I was just going to say handsome pups, Mary. Very beautiful dogs. All right, yeah, do uh, go for it. One out of ten. Lady and the Tramp two. Scamp's nonsensical adventure. <clears throat> this might be the only Disney animated movie I really, truly hate. And the 2019 remake. Coming from the original movie, this feels like a 12-year-old teenage girl's fan fiction. The new characters make no sense despite the producers' wasted effort of trying to include them into the universe. Buster has no purpose and is an absolute joke of a villain, not to mention his backstory is mediocre at best. Scamp is like the typical rebellious kid you absolutely hate, and the dog catcher is made a fool of here. He, the perpetual menace, whose job is to keep the rich men's streetcars clear of mutts and whose figure is obscured in shadows in the final act as to amplify the feeling of danger and hopelessness when he walks the tramp to his final destination. They mock him in this movie. Then there's the songs, corny and awful. The dialogue, too, drab and without flavor. It has that kitty humor I wish was illegal. And the dog's point of view on the world is lost. No clever storytelling. No attention to detail on body language. Ridiculous from start to finish. 
It is nothing like the original. Zero out of ten. Yeah, that kitty humor. I didn't like it. It should be illegal. Uh, are there countries you... where that kitty humor is uh, is illegal? We should uh. Write should we write right right to the senators? <laughs> so ban ban all kitty humor, please and thank you. Yeah, we could probably do that. See if we can get it. Do uh, you want to know how uh, Dennis's popularity changed on IMDb this week? Uh, yeah. Do we want to make it into a clumps game? <laughs> yeah. <Pretty good. laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see what movies Dennis has on here. If you get it wrong, or if you if you get it wrong, then we have to watch one of them. So okay. Uh, it, I mean, would he, that would he be? Uh, would he appreciate that, or would he be offended by that? Do you think? If we did a Dennis offended? week where we watched like all of Dennis's movies, <laughs> Dennis Thon. Um. Oh, I don't know. Good question. I think it would just make him uncomfortable. I think really that's all. It, like, oh. All right. Sorry. Uh. So back to back to the game. Back Let's to the clumps game. Here. All right. We can. Uh. If you. If you get this wrong, we have to watch. Uh. Dennis movie, Killer Cove. Okay. From 2019. That sounds fun. Yeah, a woman being terrorized by a soccer hires and develops uh, a relationship uh, with a handsome private detective. That was a not shark realizing movie. Realizing he'd become her deadly avenging angel. Oh. Uh, Original title: Fear Bay. Um. Okay. So has Dennis's popularity increased? Or decrease this week. <laughs> um, this week. Yeah. So the question is, okay, I'm gonna say this was a big week for Dennis and that it went up. All right, Bryce. Uh, Dennis went down this week. Oh no! Hey, but it's okay. It's okay. You there there you get a uh a, a safety shot. Okay. So if you can give me uh how many figures did Dennis go down this week? Figures? What does that even mean? Like, you know, like did he go down like a four figure number, like a three figure number, a five figure number? Okay. Um so he had that movie premiere a few weeks ago. Yeah, about so fate. People were looking at him. I think he went down. I think it's going to be a double digit. Double digit? Yeah, like 89%. Oh, no, it's not percent. It's number of people. Okay. Uh, it'll be triple digit then. Triple digits? Yeah. All right, Bryce. Get ready to watch Killer Cove. So I got to warm up my DVD player? What's a warm up your D? All right. What, what can we do? Let's add it to the Norbit Cats list. What do you mean? We'll do, we'll do one more game. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. Are you running this game? Uh, whoever thinks of a game first. With then it needs to involve all four movies. No, it can just be anything. <laughs> the movies are like the reward. Okay. Um. Okay, here I got one. Okay. Um. So. Ah, uh, let me pull up Tom Hanks. Is uh, let me pull up Tom Hanks for a second. Pinocchio. We're doing the Hanksathon. Yeah. Okay. We'll so far as bump on here. You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Ooh, these reviews are rough. Pinocchio. Hi, diddly D. It didn't work <gasps> for me. A misguided redo. Instead of capturing the old school charm of the original, the new film looks as dead-eyed as one of Zemeckis' uh, motion-captured characters. Great review. Alright. Um, I'm confused about this list at this point. Yeah. So, I think that we're done with them. So we're just going to retire them? <laughs> okay, here it is. This is the all-or-nothing the all round. 
Okay. Okay. You ready? I yep. found it. So I'm not going to put Forrest Gump on the list. We're not going to watch Forrest Gump. I got nothing to say about Forrest Gump. Um, You've already said everything you needed to say by now. Yeah. If I've, if at this point, if I've needed to utter a breath, I've needed to utter, like I've uttered the breath. Um, now big though. I've same. I have a lot of respect you for big. You haven't said enough about big in your life. Um, I've said a lot about big. Not enough. Big is like one of my, like I have that movie. I own it and I don't own a lot of movies. I just think there's more you can say. Okay. The so conversation's not this close. list is, <laughs> we'll put it together here and then we'll play our little game. Okay. Who wants to play a game? So we got the clumps. Christmas with the cranks. Um, what is this? Dead Cove. Killer Cove. Okay. Um, what else was on there? Cats. Cats. You want big on there? We'll put big on there. <laughs> All right. So these five movies. Um. Ren. There's a a movie called Cats and Dogs 3 Paws Unite. Yeah. You're familiar? No. Okay. Well, you you might be. You might be. Are you familiar with Cats and Dogs? Ren? We lost him. Bryce? Ren, you're back. Hey, I remember the commercials for the film Cats and Dogs. Okay. So they made a sequel to it called Cats and Dogs 2, the like Revenge of Kitty Galore. Yeah. Okay. And then they made a sequel to that sequel called Cats and Dogs 3 Paws Unite. Okay. Now, uh, I'm going to tell you it has an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So using your knowledge, I need you to put... The Clumps, Christmas with the Cranks, Killer Cove, Big, and Cats and Dogs 3, all in the correct order from least to highest Rotten Tomato score. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Can you read me mm-hmm. that list again so I can write them down? Yes. So it's The Clumps. Clumps. Christmas with the Cranks. Yep. Killer Cove. Cats, yep. big, yep, and cats and dogs three. What did you say? Cats and dogs had an eleven percent. Okay. Oh my god, Killer Cove is the outlier here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Ren. So we're doing some really good podcasting right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm talk us, them right. talk us through your thought okay, process. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. 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 Okay. Cranks is at the bottom. Yep. Then cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. Three. And cats. Yep. And clumps. Yep. And Killer Cove. Okay. And Big. Okay. Um, Ren. Yeah. So you would think that Big would be universally loved, right? Is Big not the highest of those? That's what you would, one would believe. But warm up your DVD player, because you nailed that list, Ren. We're not watching okay. any of those movies. Uh, Killer, Killer Cove actually is not on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Um, the the alternate title is, but even then, no one's uh, ever reviewed it. So we would have been the first to watch it. I bet. Uh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, it came out in twenty eighteen. So, okay, Ren. Uh, but speaking of ratings, should we rate Lady and the Tramp two Scamp's Adventure? We may as well. Okay. Uh, what would you rate Lady and the Tramp to Scamp's Adventure? 
I would give Lady and the Tramp to Scamp's Adventure a negative 8 out of 10. Okay. So this I was the worst it. thing we've watched so far. Yeah, this is, I think this was the worst thing we watched so far. I was, I, boring, dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't, didn't even get that good of a conversation out of us. We had to salvage it. Mm-hmm. Um, In that way, it was like a classic Corey episode. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I would give it maybe like a... Uh, you're going to be like, how? I'm going to give it a 1.5. Yeah. That the music wasn't awful. You liked the I'm, New England I'm downtown. I'm 100%. Yeah, I think it was not the worst thing in, in the world. Out of the other music we've heard, I at least remember a few of the songs here. So. Do you Are you excited about what we're watching next week? Which is... Return to Neverland. You love Peter Pan. I saw it for my birthday in theaters, so. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Are you gonna dress up? I will dress up next week. Yeah, dress up as Peter Pan for, for us the to talk about Peter Pan. So. Oh, wait mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week is we'll ha- our first year and or not our first year anniversary. Our second year anniversary of the podcast is on the twelfth. Oh, so it, it's like it's as close as it'll get. Yeah, our next episode is as close as we're gonna get. So, what should we do? I think, huh? I mean, so are we gonna listen to the podcast of the podcast? I don't know. You're you're out on that idea. Uh, I, I I'm I'm not feeling super enthusiastic. But I think we can come up with a better idea. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I mean, there's always the clumps. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to watch the clubs. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see if Mitch is around. And Destiny. Yeah. And they huh? They can pick what we watch. And we? Do you want them to pick? My. my what, what do you have in mind? Um. Maybe they. Uh, let's play match game with them. How do you mean? So, um, there'll be a set of questions. Like, uh, like, what is your partner's favorite color? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like blue. And then Destiny would be like blue. And Mitch would be like, oh, it's actually green. Okay. You get what I'm saying? And then it's funny. Because it's like, like, how well do you know each other? Yeah, we can play that. We could have, we could have uh, us versus them. Or uh, we could just have them both on and just quiz us, like grill us. Yeah, that could be fun. I don't know. Do you, uh, does that, I don't know. Uh, let's just bring them on. I think it'll be fun. Okay. We'll tell them, tell them to bring some games for us to play. Yeah, bring some energy. Okay, we'll see if they're available. Should we offer them, like, uh, our typical payment? Yeah. Okay. They have to pay us $35. $35. 35 USD. They have to subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Highest yeah. tier? Yeah. $1,000 per video? Mm-hmm. That's the way. That is definitely the way. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll reach out to them. We'll see if they're, they're around. Okay. Um... Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Ren. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Uh. uh no, I don't think so. Uh-huh, you good? Yeah, okay. Good. All right. Well, uh, folks, thank you so much for listening, for watching, not watching. Well, maybe watching. I don't know. Could be watching us. In the future, us. maybe people watch podcasts. With their uh, eyes that are ears. Uh, But thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. See you at Bryce's house. (laughs) Nope.